Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. Hey, we're back. Welcome to lovely June 17th. We've got a lot of uh, irreverent and fun and interesting stuff to share with you guys today. Um, and yeah, a lot of interesting stuff happening in the real estate realms. And I've been on coaching calls as of Julie all morning. And I have to say feedback from all corners of our real estate world with all of our coaching clients and all these different markets feedback has been the market is absolutely on a roar yep. you know and it makes total sense right you you know sock a bunch of people away for 90 days and take away their spring home buying and selling market guess what's going to happen they want to buy some stuff yeah they want to buy some <laughs> stuff now i mean i was on the phone this morning with rob johnson and he's the number one agent in connecticut um number one agent in greenwich he did 130 or 40 million last year him and one assistant he follows the harris rules to a t um, you know, he has massive margins and makes huge profits and all the whole thing. And he is getting listings from um, sellers, Julie, I hadn't told you this, what? who had basically been listed four and five times before. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, his market's been in a really nasty yeah, buyer's market. Yeah. Lots of expireds up there. That's what's happening. And they're calling him and he's getting these things. He, he listed, I think, in the last 30 days, he's listed two or three that have been listed like three, four, five times before by other agents. Wow. And he's getting all cash offers, no inspections, and he's getting more than the highest list price during all the previous listing terms. That's a story. That's very interesting. I know. Very interesting. I thought so too. And you know, it makes me think that these guys should be prospecting expireds that are a little bit out of their normal. You know, we have a lot of urban-ish agents, and maybe they should be looking a county or two away. I agree, but in his particular case, he'll never call expireds. Matter of fact, when he I brought have it up. To know. Well, he doesn't, yeah. but he's got essentially $40 million pending or something like that right now. Wow. But when um, I was talking to him about calling expires, because I suggested that, hey, guess what? That's the best opportunity right now. Go back and listeners, this is for you, right? Go back a couple years, look for the houses that expired, then scrub it to see if how many of them got relisted. Mm -hmm. And depending on the price point, here's what you'll discover. And you'll be a little crestfallen when you discover this, but it's important that you have this learning experience. 90% yep. of expireds relist within 180 days or less, and most of them relist within the last 30 days or within 30 days of them expiring. And most sellers relist with the previous listing agent. Why do they relist with a previous listing agent when that previous listing agent failed to sell the house in the first place? Because the sellers don't want to take the time to find a replacement agent. And that's the reason that we teach you guys to proactively prospect expireds as one of the many uh, lead generating systems that we show you as part of our coaching program. So I was telling Rob, obvious opportunity in his market is to go after the older expireds making sure they hadn't you know sold yet mm -hmm. so do the little homework find out which ones were still for sale and of course there's a lot of services that are part of our coaching program that we all you know we tell you guys about where they'll do this research for you for free you i'm sorry for a fee they'll go in they'll research and find out which listings expired who the sellers are they'll find phone numbers for you how many times they've been listed the whole thing and they'll obviously then email that information to you every morning that's one of the things we teach you in the coaching program but um, so he didn't want to do it. He's never going to pick up the phone and call. He was very clear. In, it was actually kind of funny as I was suggesting it to him. You could actually hear he went from calm, cool, and collected. And you could hear the agitation in his voice 
To which I pointed out to him, hey, Rob, do you notice that you sound kind of angry? And he started to laugh at himself because he did. That is funny. So here's what we, what we are creating for him because he's not going to call. Um, he's certainly not going to door knock. I mean, the guy is, you know, the, this is not a normal person. This is somebody who's very prim and proper and buttoned up. And it's just he doesn't see himself doing that kind of work. And by the way, guys, he's only been in real estate for like five or six years. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to create a combination campaign for him. I've been egging him along to start his own podcast. Uh, he's committed to doing it. We made five topics for him today on our, today's a coaching call for his first five podcasts. And the first topic is why sometimes the best homes don't sell and not be, and may not be for the reasons you're being told. Now, that's a long, breathy title. and Maybe it's not the actual title of the show. Don't overanalyze what I'm saying. But that's the gist of the first conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, you know, we created four or five other topics of other podcasts he's going to do. They might be podcasts that last 10 minutes. Some of them might last 45 minutes. It doesn't really matter. But all the content he's going to create is going to be around Greenwich, Connecticut expires or Greenwich, Connecticut, you know, that. And then we're going to um, mix that with um, creating some very nice automated, though they'll appear to be handwritten postcards or letters, probably letters that go into what look like invitation envelopes. And there's a lot of great services. Again, we tell you about all this as part of our coaching program. And I tell you now, but I honestly don't remember the names that will handwrite using your actual uh, handwriting if you want it to, or one of their handwriting font styles and it'll write a letter or you know again a card asking them if they're interested in still selling the house and might they you know in rob's case might he introduce some of his buyers of which he has droves of them to the potential house and that's going to open up doors so he's going to and as far as marketing the podcast inside greenwich that's actually amazingly easy i did some homework and he would have a total competitor uh, in that particular market you know, if you think about real estate podcasts, Greenwich, Connecticut, absolutely nobody does one now. And we know that from especially the pandemic really accelerated podcast consumption. So if he comes out with a podcast and the podcast is very targeted on real estate and he's already established himself as the number one agent in Greenwich, Connecticut, there is zero chance his podcast won't be successful. Now, maybe he only gets 50 listens per episode. Maybe he only gets five listens per episode. Or maybe he starts getting thousands of listens per episode. It doesn't matter. The reality of it is, is that it's going to create another a spoke for him to be generating business where they're going to call him. And he is spoiled with an abundance of business like that because the guy has worked, uh, created a stellar reputation for himself. Um, so guys, I'm, you know, Julie and I are fresh off coaching calls, so our brains are still in that mode. But you be thinking like that because this is the direction the market is going. There's going to be more opportunities for those of you who are, you know, essentially going to be a little bit more creative and a lot more skills based to take full advantage of the changing market. Anything you want to tag on that? Yeah, well, you know, also fresh off of, I love the podcast idea. That's going to be fantastic for him. And many of our listeners can take that same idea and run with it. So fresh off of uh, lots of coaching calls, I would say that the story continues to be this inventory issue. Right. And remember about, I don't know, 30 to 60 days, maybe 45 days ago, we were talking to you guys about increasing your listing goal by 20, 50%, 100% taking on more listings than you ever have in your life. Put that in perspective. If mm-hmm. the, if your goal was to have one listing at all time, we're telling you to maybe think about have two. That's so right. we're not asking you to all of a sudden become sort of, you know, Elon Musk superhuman. No, our two goes to five, or if you normally carry 10, maybe you want 15. Why? Because now we're already seeing you guys burn your inventory down to basically nothing. 
Now you're having to practice to uh, prospect and do things that maybe you haven't done before. You've got to find listings and the buyer's agents are really getting uh, difficult. Well, I mean, so, bringing Rob back in, that's yeah. a very combination. If you looked at all where all this business was coming from, it was all, essentially the one the business that was going to transact all on the listing side yep. because his buyers were having their butts kicked in contract Absolutely. negotiations. And this guy's, his average sale price, well over a million dollars. It's probably two and a half million at least. He had one transaction last year that was, I think, 50 million. Um, and yeah, he's having his butt kicked on his buyer sides too. Cause if they're not willing to go substantially over asking price, no inspections, all cash, they're going to lose. Now, again, be clear. This is a mini boom, obviously, yeah, and it forever. isn't going to last. This is going to be probably the last hurrah of this great seller's market that we've been experiencing, um, you know, arguably in the last five or six years. And then we're going to be entering into a transitional market. That's going to be very, become a very distinct buyer's market. But for now, Make hay while the sun is shining. That's right. <laughs> very other thing that I'm hearing, very popular request, houses with backyards, houses with pools. People right. wanting to sell out of their smaller houses with not that much space to roam around in, getting out of condos, getting out of apartments. Anybody with a lease ending is trying to find something to buy. And of course, you have the low interest rates to back all this up. Miami. So we're talking to some, a lot of agents in Miami. Um, and we our EXP, uh, our EXP team, basically, has been picking up literally it's soon to be probably thousands of agents around Miami. Miami is going to be one of the fastest growing um, areas uh, in the country for EXP. I, maybe not exactly the fastest, but one of the fastest for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing that one of the reasons that there's so many condos for sale. And if you guys want to see something just mind boggling, go to realtor.com, you know, obviously avoid Zillow gives you um, pimples and go to realtor, <laughs> go to realtor.com. And then um, put in just Miami, Florida, and then just do a, a search for condos. You want to see what a buyer's market looks like. If in case you're curious what might be coming your way, yeah, check that out. This is not an inventory problem. Not an inventory problem. They have thousands of houses. And you know, on Realtor.com, it'll show you the last time it sold and what it sold for. You're going to see that most of the listings that are for sale are selling for barely more than what they sold for in some cases you know, three or four years ago. That's what the ask prices and are. Epic days on the market. Too. Which by the way tells you or should tell you, and they're not sitting on they're not selling, they're sitting. Mm -hmm. So what it tells you is most for that essentially market to start transacting and it, you know, essentially selling off the inventory, things are gonna have to sell for less than they sold for probably, you know, maybe even five years ago. That is a buyer's market. That is gonna be for the buy the sellers that have to sell. You know that once that knife starts to fall, especially in condo buildings, once two or three uh, you know homes sell for less than you know what people would have expected, then that becomes the new benchmark for pricing. And as a side note, I think you guys might find this interesting. Julie and I have a friend that owns I don't even know how many car dealerships, mostly luxury car dealerships, and his inventory has been stacking up to the point where they're not even taking delivery of the cars. They're sitting in the ports along the coasts where cars come in. And uh, he sells, you know, European and Japanese cars primarily. And so he told me that wholesale values on cars, there's this big auction place, and I think it's in uh, Pennsylvania called Mannheim. And the wholesale prices on cars, wholesale, has dropped by 10% in the past 30 days. The difference between wholesale and retail, I'm, you know, he's educated me on all this, is usually 20%. So that, you know, the dealer will try to, you know, mark it up like, and, and, you know, by 20%, maybe 15%. But that means essentially every car that's for sale right now, used cars primarily, are probably overpriced by 10 or 15, maybe 20%. And so you're going to see massive drops in car prices. So if you're thinking about buying, keep your powder dry. Yeah, right? 
because there's going to be better deals coming. Um, so Julie, one of the podcasts we're going to do, we discussed this yesterday, is we're going to do how to make your own inventory. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a series of podcasts probably starting tomorrow. What do you think? We can do that tomorrow. I also wanted to do, and I don't think we've done this in a while, uh, talking about the other major objection people are hearing related to inventory, which is I would move, I would sell, I want to get maximum for my house, but what am I going to buy? Right. A lot of agents give up entirely when they hear that. We need to do a podcast about how to present, you know, what are your four or five different options you can build, you can negotiate a lease back, you can make it contingent on seller finding suitable housing. Those, a lot of people don't go that deep and don't take that objection away so that the person does feel comfortable listing and selling their house. You guys cannot give up when you hear that if they're motivated to do it. And who wouldn't be motivated to get maximum price and get a low interest mortgage you know, and make the move? Um, you know, you are losing sales because you're not digging deep enough. So you guys we'll see, that too. this is the benefit of being coached, frankly, by us, because we're going to show you all the interesting and creative ways you can put deals together. Yes. And that's what this type of market is going to demand. Right now, obviously, it's essentially a crazy seller's market. But you can already see if Miami and like if you want to see another window into the future of what a buyer's market looks like, go to Manhattan. Yeah. Go to these major markets where there's it's just tough. a massive amount of excessive uh, properties for sale. And imagine what it's like to sell in a market where your conversation with a seller isn't how much you're going to make. It's how much you're going to lose. In Rob's market, he got the sellers in some cases are losing half. And I mean, millions of dollars are losing from what they paid. And that's not even including renovations or decorating. It's just straight up losses. And he doesn't even talk about it with them anymore. The market has been in such a, a distinct buyer's market for so long. There's no arm twisting or doctor filling necessary. You're just basically walking in there, doctor filling meaning like adult counseling, right? Mm -hmm. it, there's, you're just walking in there. You're telling the sellers the price. The sellers aren't even arguing or bemoaning their losses. They just realize that they've been in this market for a long time and they've got to accept it. That's where these markets eventually go. The painful part is in between when you have to arm wrestle with the mm -hmm. sellers and the buyers to, you know, because everyone wants to believe that, you know, things that aren't, that are going to tell their story. The seller wants to believe their house is worth more than it is. And yet the buyers, of course, are all up on the latest information about home value drops. So exactly. if you don't know how to deal, you know, transact in a marketplace like that, there's no way you're going to last. How could you? The easy deals, there are going to be a few of them, but they are going to be few and far between, you know, where people, buyers just, you know, buy and they pay full asking. Mm -hmm. And those, mar those days are coming to an end. And if you've only been selling in a market like that, and you think that's normal, you're going to be waking up to the harsh reality that you should have gotten your skills on long ago. Skills, teaching you guys how to sell real estate at a high level in markets like this, maybe even due to markets like this, that's what we specialize in. If you want to talk with us about joining our coaching program, um, just text the word Harris to 31996. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. And by the way, when you do, you're also going to be given um, six free books. And the books that, in um, particular, we are very prideful of these two because they, you know, people sing their praises is the Real Estate Treasure Map and your 90-Day Massive Action Plan. Make sure you're downloading those books urgently. As soon as you text the word Harris to 31996, we're going to text you back links and you can download those books and you can get started. And you're also going to be entitled to a free coaching call by one of our new member coaches. All right. Um, don't do that one first. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have PC coming up. I know. But maybe hold that one out for okay. uh, Sunday. It's That's such okay. a funny story. It's a great, yeah. So right. That's okay. real, real estate headlines. Yes, real estate headlines. Okay, so a lot of your markets are heating up. Pending home sales are rising. I want you guys to pay attention 
to uh, a lot of these headlines are not just compared to COVID. Of course, when everything comes to a screeching halt and something bounces back by 20%, it sounds radical, but compared to zero, it's not that great. Now we're getting reports year over year that pending sales are up 20% in some markets, that demand is up 25% in some markets year over year, and yet we still have listings down by about 19%, so you've got to watch out for that. Purchase applications reach highest level in over 11 years, according to Housing Wire, jumping just uh, jumping 8% week over week yet again. This has been going on for several weeks. Um, let's see, what else? We have a, a great article talking about seven states that give you a tax break for work at home costs. So that's becoming a story with people voluntarily staying working at home. You know, one of the new real estate terms, Tim, is it's not home office anymore, it's Zoom room. So. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's funny you should say that. Um, uh, we're going to put this on our, our website, but I think Google's, it's called Google Meet. Yeah. Google's coming out with an application that from all, I've been just studying it, you know, loosely at this point, mm -hmm. looks a hell of a lot cooler than uh, Zoom, honestly. Yeah, and there, yeah there's going to be, you know, a lot of disruptions for that. And, you know, it, it's normalizing. So we have that. Uh, reporting on how you do catch COVID and how you don't, of course, the, the new facts are coming out that it's not just from touching a package from Amazon, that it's more of the, you know, up close, personal, um, no good ventilation types of uh, either meetings or things like that. So we're watching that. Uh, you sent me an interesting thing about, we like to study Elon Musk because he's such an interesting guy and inspirational. So he's got this thing called Starlink. Uh, which is made by SpaceX. It's a satellite constellation project developed by Elon Musk and his team for internet go-to access for people in any part of the world. Think about what a game changer that's gonna be. So again, also makes me think about rural properties selling and things not being so weird out yonder. So that's an interesting one and I have three minutes to go. So I'm gonna turn it over to you. Well, um, okay. Do so you want to do a thing you love and thing you hate? Just because I know that story you wanted to tell because it's so funny. <laughs> okay, let me get back. All right. So I found this. I found this really. But you got to read the article, right? Because it's so funny the way they wrote it. Um, I found this article for Julie, which was amazing. Yes, okay. okay. But read the article, okay? Okay. So the headline is Diego, the tortoise who saved his entire species, finally retires to an uninhabited island. Diego, a libidinous giant tortoise credited with saving his species, has finally retired to an uninhabited island off the east coast of Ecuador after decades of service in a breeding program. He returns to his, to his native island of Española in a move that closes an important chapter in the management of Galapagos National Park. Uh, Fifteen tortoises from Española, including Diego, are going home after decades of breeding in captivity and saving their species from extinction. Their island receives them with open arms. United Nations uh, marked the occasion of returning him to his natural environment. And in fact, he is over 100 years old, and get this, produced around 800 offspring. Uh, his unstoppable libido was credited as a major reason for the survival of his fellow giant tortoises on Española. Uh, when he arrived there, there were just two males and 12 females, and now he has boosted almost single-handedly, what would you call it, single-flipperedly? <laughs> uh, to boost the population of over 2,000. They're calling him the Playboy Tortoise. He had so much sex, he saved his entire species. And now he gets to go home. 
So you see, there's some bright spots in the news. Uh, why wasn't I born a tortoise? <laughs> and you know what? To look at them, I love turtles and everything. Zoe and I feed them in the pond. That's not. A, that's he not. He looks a cute... like a dirty old man in a shell. He, he does. Does. He but does. Good for him for saving his species. Okay, but Julie, Back before you. before you go, I want you to tell me what the facial expression is right there of that turtle. What's uh, that I, I facial? Think like? He looks really satisfied. Yes, he looks satisfied, but tell me if that's smug. not the biggest sheet and grain you've ever oh, seen yeah, in your he's face. He's very smug. <laughs> he is. He, I think he's probably got his own blog somewhere talking about this. Yeah, he does, anyway, for sure. back to you because I've got to get on Hey, don't forget to unplug yourself. Yes. So, so, podcast listeners, thank you for continuing to make this number one listen to daily podcast for agents in the nation. We are doing our best to keep you guys entertained, but also we're doing our best, obviously, to educate you, to motivate you, but ultimately, none of it's worth anything. If it's not you guys getting into action, so many of you have been asking for help, and the answer and the question has been essentially asked in many different ways. But the essence of it is, is Tim, I already missed the spring market. I've got to earn money. What the heck am I going to do now? The simple idea, or simple, the answer really is: follow the ninety-day massive action plan. We created it for you guys so that you didn't have to, you know, think about what to do. And for those of you who are you know, plagued with the getting ready to get started syndrome. In other words, you analyze things, you think about things too long, you never actually get anything done, but you damn well have a lot of good intentions, don't you? You have a lot of lists, you've studied a lot of things, you've read a lot of books, you've gone to a lot of podcasts, and maybe even attended a thousand Zoom meetings, and you're getting ready to get started, you're still gathering your information. I'm telling you right now, you are wasting time. You do not ever, if you want to be successful at anything in life, and you intuitively know what I'm telling you is true, right? I'm, this is just a little bit uh, maybe over truthy for some of you because you've, you've essentially made such a habit of overanalyzing, but you never accomplish anything by acting that way, not truthfully. Now, if you're a researcher and you're looking for you know a cure for coronavirus, then yeah, I want you to be in that mode, but you aren't. You're a business owner. You are a salesperson. Your job is to help people you know, by solving the problem they have of buying or selling real estate. You will never learn it all. And the best way for you to move forward quickly is to do it with you know, basically earning while you learn, not waiting for you to earn after you learn because you're never going to be done learning. Do you understand? The 90-day massive action plan, we give that to you. Just follow the 90-day massive action plan. You print it out and then you just you know put a red X through each day as you pass through it. And we tell you exactly what you're supposed to do every single day. We leave nothing to chance. You don't have to analyze anything. There's nothing for you to create. We're not asking you to go and worry about these you know sort of mental masturbatory things like branding and your website and being creative. This is not the time for any of those things. This is a time for it to be drilled down, taking massive action, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You do that in the next 90 to 120 days, then you're going to have momentum going into next year. And whatever is around the bend, right? When we all cross this rickety bridge that we're all kind of crossing together right now, and we're finally back over to terra firma on the other side of this bridge, you will be ready for whatever comes next. But if you do not take massive action now, and you're just basically going to get ready to get started, you're going to be in that mode for the rest of the year. You're going to have no momentum going into next year. You won't have the energy. You won't have the opportunity to fight back. Things are going to change so radically and so quickly next year that it's going to make your head spin. You're going to see a complete disruption, and that word is overused, but I mean it in the purest sense, of our industry. So many of the brokers, so many agents, so many aspe- you know, ancillary service providers in the real estate business 
are essentially taken out already. They're just zombie companies right now. And as soon as their PPP money runs out, as soon as their EIDL money runs out, as soon as all these other things run out, they are done. They're not going to be able to last. And that's the reason you're seeing you know companies emerge that can take advantage of this new type of market like EXP Realty. EXP Realty is adding agents while all these other brokerages and primarily you know big franchises and independents, why they're losing agents or they're not growing. Because in this marketplace, that business model doesn't work. It doesn't work at the same level. It didn't really work in the last market you know, with single-digit profit margins, but now it's really not going to work. So what you're seeing is a mass migration towards eXp Realty. I've never seen anything like this in the 25 years Julie and I have been in real estate. I've never seen a company become so dominant so quick. And look, if you're in a market where they're not dominant, where eXp really doesn't have much of a market share, that's kind of a blessing. You know, in, you know, it, you might not understand that, but it is because in your market, because you're an early adopter and because you're going to be in a market where there's not a lot of competition, you'll find yourself having all kinds of opportunities you otherwise wouldn't have because EXP is going to be something that will become known but might not be known yet in your particular market. Here's what I want you guys to do. If you're just getting ready to get started and you want to learn about EXP, just text EXP to 31996. Text EXP to 31996. If you're ready to move forward with EXP and you want to have a serious conversation and you want to work directly and be part of Julie and I's EXP uh, family, I want you to just text me directly, 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, let's all tip our coffee cups to Diego who basically, because of his uh, his nature, he's essentially uh, made it so that his species doesn't, you know, didn't perish. And so, good job, 100-year-old horny tor- tortoise. How about that way to end today's podcast? If you guys need us for anything, we're easy to find. You can listen to all of our past podcasts. There's thousands of them. iTunes, Stitcher. Make sure you guys are purchasing the book, Harris Rules, on Amazon. Almost 400 five-star reviews. If you need me for anything, just text me directly, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.